one is dedicated to all the veterans out there. Everybody's off today. I mean tomorrow, but today if you're listening to the show, right? I'm not off. I'm working. No doubt. I'm working. Yeah, the veterans are all working out there. I guarantee it, right? Yeah, we were all joking about it today. Well, happy (laughs) Veterans Day. To all the uh, vets out there, right, we're celebrating Friday for Saturday, I believe, is the deal this year, right? Yeah, I mean, don't you think at least the veterans should get the day off? I think if you are a veteran, you should be given full <laughs> day off. You should get the three-day weekend no matter what, no matter what you do for a living. Like, if you're a president, let's say. Well, never mind. If you're president, like nah, Biden. That hasn't happened in decades. And Biden's uh, <laughs> been on vacation the entire time. No, but I think if you're a veteran, man, come on. We should get one day where we get to enjoy a day off. You know? I mean, the gays get a month. That's what I'm saying. The blacks get a month. The gays get a month. Actually, the blacks get two months because one of them is for their businesses. (laughs) That's right, dude. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, Alzheimer's, multiple sclerosis. Everybody's got a fucking month. Can't the veterans get a day? We give the veterans one day in November when it's freezing balls cold out and nobody has time to do anything and or money because we're saving up for the holidays. But the only people that get the day off are the people that had the luxury of not serving the military and they got desk jobs. Right. Most of them work from home. That's how it, but you yeah. know what? it's the service of the <laughs> veterans, the sacrifices that they made that have afforded these wonderful freedoms, right? That, you know, the work from home and the, the four day work week. I can't believe people no, want the four day work strike. week, but they work from home. No veteran ever fought and no soldier ever died for the right to work from home. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a dark evil at society that the soldiers didn't bring upon us. You're on the boat. It's D-Day, pouring rain, you're heading to the shore, all you hear is the gunfire and the distance and the explosions and the guy next to you, right? He turns to you and says, hey, you know what? Someday our kids are going to have four-day work weeks and do remote. If you live through this, the new normal's going to kill you in 80 years. <laughs> oh, man, did you bring your mask? I got two. No <laughs> yeah! Get that gas mask. You gotta try this Fauci mask. <laughs> no, no. Did you double mask? Try this plastic thing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it was made by Asian kids. <laughs> oh yeah. It's oh, such a joke. I can't believe we lived through that. Well, it's one we have now, uh, right? It's well, um, thanks, Frank. Thanks for always. You're you're a guy who never forgets the veterans. I like that. I call it's you a, every year. This year, every year. We, I'll still call you on Saturday. You know, I think it's um, worthy to thank those who made, in my opinion, what is an ultimate sacrifice. It doesn't matter if you uh, actually you know, fought in a war specific or died. You know, I mean, I, I think if you decided to, at a young age, make the choice to join the military and serve this country and make it a better place... You did so much better than all the assholes who went to the four-year college for the communications degree and now are complaining that they can't pay the bill that they're owed or due <laughs> and are try- you know begging the president to wipe away their debts, right? So, you know, yeah. I think maybe we owe more than one day. We should probably give a month to the military <laughs> veterans, right? It's why we're here. <laughs> No, because they're real heroes, Frank. They don't even need the day. No, they don't. And this is the truth. And they're out there working on the day of celebration. I I work in a weed industry, and everybody's off tomorrow. I'm working because we're transporting the dope. But, uh, you know, everybody else is uh, getting the day off. They're going to enjoy their three-day weekend a week before their four-day weekend. Three (laughs) three weeks before their next four-day weekend for Christmas, right? Probably take the whole week off to stretch it through New Year's, you know? I might as well. What are you going to get done during that time? Everyone's wondering why why aren't we making any money? How come nothing's being made here, right? Dude, I do got to tell you, though, speaking of being a veteran, it was funny because today I worked with two guys. One I never met before, and the other one I had only worked with for, like, maybe an hour before. Oh, yeah. Uh, The one guy... Mechanic in the Army National Guard, so we had the same MOS and everything. Right. The other guy, I found out he was a Marine, and I hate to say it, I really hate to say it. I had worked with him before, met him a couple times. The minute I found out he was a Marine, you just like him so much more than you did before. Yeah, we thought about him. (laughs) 
was like the army guy. It was like, oh, you're you're the guy in the National Guard. Yeah, I was. And everything. It was like it's instantly like, I just like you. I like you more than everybody else. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I was just thinking about it when we were standing there all just bullshitting. And I was like, man, you know, never once in my life have I regretted joining the military. Hmm. Also, you know, know, it's a signal to somebody else. If I am involved with somebody and I find out they are former military, it's reassuring almost because now you know for a fact you're dealing with somebody with some sort of grounded foundation and they are systematic and they're probably organized and clean. And so, you know, this is someone I could really get along with and work well with. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. Just one day working with those two guys, give me 10,000. I'll build a fucking pyramid. We'll build, yeah, call back, man. We'll build a you know pyramid, I mean? yeah. I don't care if they're Marines. I don't care if they're soldiers. But Marines are soldiers. We'll stay. I don't know. If the internet has taught me anything over the last few days, all you need to build anything productive for poor people out there is one white dude and a camera and a YouTube channel. And uh, he apparently can build, a, like, thousands of water wells for, you know, Africans who can't access water. Oh, did you see that? This guy, Mr. Beast, I guess. I'm uh, not, you know, too savvy with his work, but I do understand that he's very popular on the YouTubes. Frank, so, you don't know about Mr. Beast? He's like the most evil guy. Probably Hitler 2.0. His, his last crime before building 100 wells for poor people in Africa? His last crime before that was he went to Africa. It gave surgeries to people so they could see. Wow, so he's helping black people, and white people seem to be very upset about this, I guess. Real animal, this guy. Yeah, know? that's right. <laughs> what Africa needs is somebody like Dr. Fauci, who's going to go experiment on them. Yeah, give him all these you know, pills and vaccines for diseases that haven't come out of the lab yet, right? And you know, then Real uh, heroic how- stuff. <laughs> yeah, heroics. Right. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of heroics... And uh, kind of the military edge that we were discussing, you sent me this clip, and we're an audio program, so unfortunately it is virtually impossible for us to play this clip for you guys to understand. It was the newest Army commercial. (laughs) Oh, yeah, did you like it? I thoroughly loved it. It shows... It shows, and this is shocking for anyone who's sensitive out there, especially our woke fans, just be careful with what I'm about to say. This entire commercial has white men. All white (laughs) men. It's crazy. Like men with penises, standing tall, chest out, like real white men. They're white. Like, all of them are white. Most of them. Uh, At least in this commercial, it's centered around one white soldier. It's, It's very disturbing, I know, but... Uh, they show these men with penises, actual men, and they're standing <laughs> there, and they're gearing up, and then they jump out of an airplane. They're airborne fellas, something, Mike, I know you're very familiar with. Oh, gotta love the airborne, baby. I thought the imagery was stunning. It showed the view from the soldier standing on the edge of the plane, and then he makes the leap, and he does the whole journey down, and what happens in the middle there? They tease it, right? They just kind of play a little soft piano B. All that you oh, can be. That's what I loved about yeah. it. They, they took, like, your beat. They, like, literally, they, they fucking listened to the dude man, man. <laughs> I swear. They, they did your fucking song. A little piano, soft piano version, instrumental of the be all you can be. And the guy, the kid lands, and he's, he's thrilled with life, and he feels alive, and he's part of a team, and they're celebrating. And, man, Listen, it made me want to join one- the army, man. Oh, it did great, but it was a totally, totally bullshit end where the guy lands. He like he's laying on his parachute, looking up at the sky, smiling. That's right. And his his buddy comes up and taps him on the shoulder. Come on, man, we gotta go. Listen, you lay down for more than a second, you're gonna have this this towering figure over you with a bullhorn in your face. <laughs> did you enjoy that ride on Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. You got people shooting at you. Get your rock. Go, go, go. You know what I mean? They're just Absolutely. in your face. You got to train. You're training. However, I I was thinking, though, you know, you're in the boot camp or in the training, and you're part of this uh, regimen, and it's very intense, and you're, they're screaming in your face, and it's just they're, they're gearing you up for battle. But that moment when you jump out of the plane and you got 
how many seconds or minutes where you're floating through the air, it must be incredible bliss to just be free from all the noise and anything. And you're just <laughs> kind of, you know, you're not actually in a combat scene, right? So you're just kind of floating yeah. through the air. When you're in that training camp scenario or whatever, that must be a really, you know, fantastic experience. Those little moments when you're floating through the air. I got to tell you, dude, you're in, the, you're in an Air Force plane, so there's no insulation. It's so loud. You can't hear anything. Like, that's why you're yelling at each other when the commands and everything. Oh, yeah. And, uh, dude, so everything is so loud and the fucking plane is shaking. They open that door. It's so windy. Can't hear anything. It's just... Everybody's yelling, go, go, go. You know what I mean? And then you jump out and that fucking wind hits you. And it's just so loud and powerful. (laughs) And then you just hear... And that's your chute opening. And it's just dead silent and then you hear your buddies laughing oh man see that sounds that actually sounds wonderful and and really peaceful and enjoyable i feel like that those little slices right make it all kind of worth it really or those are kind of those best little memories probably and that's kind of life really you know life is a lot of trial and tribulation and then you get these little slices of time you know these moments of contentment and bliss and sometimes if you're lucky true happiness and and, you know but they're only slices you know well you know it's true happiness because i didn't know it's happiness until after it was long over you know you look, it's like when you look back on it, you realize how amazing it was, you know? But in the moment, so much adrenaline was flowing, you know what I mean? You, you, had, to, you had guys yelling at you from the ground. You landed, you had to put that rock, you had to put the chute in the rock, and you had to run. Yeah, man. And, uh, bad, but then you would, like, you'd go to the bar afterwards. Oh, it was good times. That yeah, good time. it sounds awesome. Yeah. And the commercial really, if I were a younger fellow, maybe it would have inspired me to take a different route with my life simply because Bidenomics ain't working for nobody, folks. Let's be <laughs> honest here. Oh, that's the best recruitment tool the military has, Bidenomics. Yeah, they should just go have Biden go on to the commercials and be like, they're going to vote me in in 2024, Jack, and I'm bringing back Bidenomics Part 2. <laughs> Be all that you can be. <laughs> you thought you couldn't afford bread? <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I get my second term. Oh, man, we're going to be boiling the leather off our shoes if this guy gets a second term, dude. I'm telling you right now. Well, I'm glad men are in the, you know, on the scene again. We're seeing men back in commercials now, and they're trying to recruit men and focus on men. Budweiser's going to go full on on men with the UFC. UFC, It's all about the men, and it's kind of refreshing because they announced the sexiest man alive, Mike. And you know what? We're going to start with people's sexiest man alive. He's a man with a dick. Last night, Jimmy Kimmel played 20 questions with his audience to reveal this year's hottest guy in the 2023 honoree is... Trust me. I am Keith. Are you Dr. McDreamy? Yes. Uh, they revealed McDreamy. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. You remember McDreamy? And there you have it. People. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey, spoken, dude. Spoken, not Alice people, yeah. but People Magazine. Patrick Dempsey, a.k.a. Dr. Oh, McDreamy. Oh, Dr. Is- McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I never watched Grey's Anatomy, dude. God, I knew you were gay. No, I don't think it's on anymore on TV. This is from like 20 years ago. And, uh, yeah, I'm almost out of that closet. It's creeping open, no doubt. <laughs> but, uh, like, half a shoe hanging. But I uh, I thought it was oh, hilarious. Yeah, look him up. Look yeah. him up. You're going to love it because he's, like, 50-something, man. Yeah, 57. Okay, so here's my point. There's no Timothy Ooh. Chalamet being the sexiest man alive. You don't have any of these boyish fellas being the... We got a man. They They did a man this time. This is very, you know... He's an older man. He's just like a normal man. There's nothing like uh, pansexual about him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, 57's a little old. That's the sexiest man, a 57 That's year? my point. The women have spoken. There's no young dude mm. who's a sexy man anymore because they're all chicks. <laughs> ah, that's a hard... Oof. Hard to achieve that, to be old and have hair and look good. Isn't that in something? I know, I was admiring the fellow. I thought you would really enjoy this one, actually. <laughs> I didn't put it on the docket. I was thinking about it, and then I let it fly because I was like, hey, you know, let's, we're talking men, and I feel like, but look at him. He's, he looks like a man, actually. He's got the, the, the you know, the scruff and the hair, the, the pepper, salt and pepper hair, you know, and, like, he's just a normal dude. 
Look at Timothy Chalamet now. Yeah, Just go right. take yeah, a look at Timothy it. Chalamet. The next, he'll be the next sexiest man alive, I'm sure. Uh, or Sam Smith. <laughs> exactly, dude. God. Or whatever Kim Petras is. I still haven't figured it out. It's blowing what my mind. What is that thing, dude? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every time that creature crawls out of its cave, it gets scarier and scarier looking. Do they do the sexiest woman alive? Because I can only guarantee it'll be Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, two years running. That's how long you see been what I'm woman, saying right? with this? The more, like, at first I was like, oh, who the fuck cares about sexiest man alive? This stuff is bullshit. But then I looked at it. I'm like, wait, the best they could do is a 50-year-old? Like, that means there's no men younger than 50 anymore. Like, they've, there's no men in the younger generations. Oh. So I guess the last sexiest woman of the world was Gal Gadot in 2017. All right, I'll, I'll I'll take it. She's a babe, right? Yeah, Gal Gadot's really hot. And she's not one of those Dylan Mulvaney chicks. She's got the real, uh, you know, women package going on there. I think she's on the right side of this Jewish Hamas thing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, I, I think she's uh, stayed quiet on this one, <laughs> which is probably the right side. Ah, I think it's inferred where Wonder Woman stands. <laughs> I'm yeah. I think I'm gonna just stick with uh, silence on my part. I've been trying to stay silent on the whole conflict, as you can tell. Uh, but yeah, sexiest man alive. I thought it was culturally interesting, just because culturally we seem to be missing a beat uh, with the men out there. Uh, you know, we're lacking in the recruits for the army. Uh, we're lacking in the men uh, running the country. Right? Uh, it just kind of seems like it's chick think all the time. And if you think I'm exaggerating in any way whatsoever, uh, I, I found this from the other day. It kind of floated under the radar with everyone, and I thought you would have been very particularly interested in this uh, move by the Biden administration. Well, the Senate confirmed a historic appointment by evading a Republican senator's block of military promotions. Admiral Lisa Franchetti is the new chief of naval operations and the first woman ever to be one of the joint chiefs of staff. Her appointment was held up along with... And so now we know why she was appointed, right? There you have it. She's a female. This is a chick, dude. We checked some boxes, man. By Senator Tom <laughs> oh, Tuberville. checking boxes. Nicole Killian reports, he's under growing pressure to lift his block. Our nation and our national security is in jeopardy. Tensions are rising among Republicans over Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville's months-long hold on military promotions. We are at a point where our country absolutely needs these officers in place. Madam President. On Wednesday night, the Alabama senator single-handedly blocked 61 separate nominees. Object. 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 Feeling <laughs> outrage among many of his Republican colleagues, notably some who have served themselves. If we normalize this and every senator follows the lead of Senator no Tuberville, way. you'll ruin the military. That's but Tuberville right, Lady G, of course, dude. No sign of backing down. <laughs> He's on a veteran? Yeah, I think he is. Wasn't he? No. Lady G, not a veteran? Isn't that what she just said? So, I don't know, was it, um, maybe they did a tricky cut there where they said including veterans, but then they go to Lindsey Graham speaking, but I thought Lindsey Graham did oh, have some... okay, okay, okay. All right, I love where this is going. Six and a half years as an Air Force lawyer. Oh, I so guess. he served like DeSantis. Yeah, <laughs> well, even less so. He was in the Air Force and he was in Germany. Probably a lot of domestic violence cases and uh, <laughs> yeah. drunken disorder. That's right. Yeah. You know, wasn't that what DeSantis did though? He was a lawyer basically the whole time. Wasn't he Jag? Yeah, but he fucking did he fight? Was he like in Iraq? He was in Guantanamo Bay. Also, he tortured, but he was a torture artist. <laughs> I 
everybody just does what they have to do for the country. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, well, that's right. I I never serve, so I don't judge. You know what I'm saying? I sit back and enjoy the freedoms. That's how it works. (laughs) You need me on that wall. Just remember. uh, What's his name? Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Hanks. No, wait. Oh, a few good men. Uh, Oh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, yeah. Man. That is a great movie, man. And. You know, back then you could get away with flicks where it's just people talking the whole time. Good call, dude. That was literally filmed in one courtroom. How much CGI did they need for a few good men? <laughs> Nothing, dude. Good call. Right? How many CGI artists did they have to bring in to you know touch up a few good men? No, they probably just filmed the movie. Fifty-fifty. They might have faked the rain during that one scene. Yeah, that's right. Not even though Maybe. I swear, like back then in the '90s, late '80s, man, like they would, they would just like turn on the hose and spray you while you did the, sh- you know, the shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I mean—the fig the rain. That would be like yeah. the extent of the right. You turn on the rain hose, yeah. So I, I'm telling you, man, like we don't have movies where they're just talking all the time. And I was reading today, in in the funniest of places, actually, uh, CNBC. They uh, had a little thing about how they are pre-expecting the epic bombing of the new Marvels film <laughs> that Disney is releasing, and they were shooting for something like seventy million, but now they're saying it's going to get like way under like sixty million, and they they think it's just going to totally bomb, and they're trying to like you know get people hyped up for it, but there's just no interest. Everybody's just done with Disney. And uh, it was it was a funny you know article to kind of uh, parse through and all I was thinking about is like how much it's just nobody cares because it's all CGI and crap writing and terrible acting. Did you read like in depth about the movie? Give me a little it's, rundown on the flick. I'm not too. It's th- it's three leading ladies. Yeah, that's right. Right, and right. Uh, they were saying that they don't think it's going to do good because of a uh, Marvel fatigue. Yes, I saw that. That's <laughs> Although they did mention that the uh, early earlier in the year, The Avengers, a Marvel movie, uh, made almost a billion dollars. That's right. Uh, I think it was like Guardians of the Galaxy or... I, oh, I don't, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I feel like they've all bombed this year. And the article I read, they delved into that uh, black fellow who was beating women and got fired from the being the main villain. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. And like because of his whole domestic abuse thing, that like made Ant-Man bomb. And then Ant-Man also sucked because it was woke. And then everything else is woke. The article I was going through, though... I thought it was hilarious that they just refused to identify the main problem, which is you are forcing these box-checking characters and storylines to people who just want to watch the comics come to life. Yeah. And so you're beating this dead horse, and nobody wants to come see it, so I guarantee nobody goes and sees the Marvels. It looks terrible. You know, it's so bad. bad. I saw a commercial the other night when I was watching the Nuggets last night, and they... I think they played the Marvel's commercial even during the game, like in the corner of the screen. That's how like they're trying to get people to go see this. Like, and it was just like all these flashing lights, and I it was just strobing, and I had a seizure halfway through, and I'm just like, what? Am, what is this, man? It's just CGI nonsense. I can't watch this crap. It's, it's just I don't know. That's where they've gone, and I'm happy that it sunk so low. We were calling it for a while there. Uh, you get, eventually, it's going to turn back around. And we're going to get, like, awesome comic book movies again. I don't know. You think so? No. No, I don't. I think uh, we're stuck yeah. with the woke. <laughs> no, they're not making any money. So did you see the breaking news today that the actors strike that we all forgot about? Oh, it, wow. Yeah, totally forgot. Over. I forgot that I read the news. The, yeah. That's right. I didn't care so much. I totally forgot I read it. And uh, it's <laughs> So they're back. And I can only presume now we're going to, are they going to like, did they agree to do the CGI copying? Is that where we're going now, where everyone's just going to be AI copied and and we're just going to never see real people on TV or movies again? It's got to be. I'm not really sure. It's the problem with all these strikes. I don't really know what you want. Yeah, they just want, well, everyone's on strike. get what you want. Did they get what they wanted? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody wants more money and to work less time. 
That's everyone's demands. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like I'm, no employer can keep demands. up with that, man. <laughs> Absolutely crazy stuff. Uh, well, uh, so I'm done with the first. La- what do you think of the first woman in the Joint Chiefs of Staff, my man? <clears throat> uh, I don't think it really matters because, like, they keep calling themselves the most historic administration. It's not historic if you just go out and line up a bunch of black women and then put them in positions, you know, or I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's... Yeah, no, I, this one's not black. I think it's just a chick, white, white chick. Mm, uh, white chick? So, yeah, Is they're... she straight? I don't know. I'm guessing Was no. Was she born a chick? I don't know now. I'm I'm guessing everything now these days. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's a good call. It could be a dude who's a chick now, right? They I mean, really... Rachel Levine or whatever was the first ad- admiral, female, right? Except this one has a penis. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Who fathered three children? Yes. Oh man, I thought you'd be all fired up about the Joint Chiefs of Staff lady uh, move, right? You know, do these guys That's do anything? The Navy, who cares? Oh, I see. No, how it once works. you get once you get that high up, what are you really doing? You're just, you know, you're just doing the photo ops, right? Frank, I don't even know what our military's. Point. I don't even know what we're doing as a country anymore. It is we've we've gone so far. Biden came to Chicago today. Really? Was, yeah. Was met with hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters that were outside his whatever <laughs> fucking chanting. I, I, I mean, what is going on here, guys? It's amazing to me to watch this unfold because for a while now, I thought it was the Jews voting big time on the Democratic side. But all, now it definitely seems pretty clear that the Democrats are embracing the pro-Palestinian side. So yeah. that clashes and, and, a bit. <laughs> and we need to start using their, ter- their phrases against them. Remember what they used to always say? Oh, Frank, I'm not saying every Trump voter is a racist, but every racist is a Trump voter. Oh, powerful stuff. Incredible. They, like, they love that line. So you know what, guys? I'm not saying every Democratic voter is a terrorist. Wow. But every Hamas-supporting terrorist in America is a Democratic Yeah. Voter. <laughs> hey there it is. Right? Oh, I love reversing the words. That's why I call the chemtrailing <laughs> that goes on here in Denver all the time man-made climate change. See what I did there, people? Do you see what I did there? It's very easy. Because it is. It's man-made climate change. That's what you're doing. All right? You just use their stupid words against them. See, we can all play this game of using stupid words, right? I guess in Japan, uh, yesterday, this fucking island just came up out of the water. Dude, I saw that, actually. This is because Uh, the seas are, uh, I believe, the water's rising. Is that what happens when the water rises? A volcano erupted and just, like, moved so much mass upwards that, like, now this island is just there. And all, all I could think is, oh, yeah, we can control this climate. I know. I know. We got. Oh yeah, this is this is a planet we can control. Yeah, just give Nancy Pelosi more money. I'm sure she can. <laughs> when it comes to Earth, we've got our hands on the steering wheel. All right. Yeah. <laughs> us, us fleas on this beast. We're controlling it, man. Yeah, no. We're co- we're holding the ears of this dog, and we're making it move where we want. See, who else could save it? Better than the Democratic Party in America. I love, I just, the idea that we're going to save the world. (laughs) You know? Like, what? You're going to be nothing to the world immediately after you're dead. You are nothing. The world won't care. You are nothing. I mean, that was always my favorite uh, thing to say is, you know, there is a God that created the universe and everything, you know, but... He didn't create it for us. We're, this is a garden. We're just the flea on one of the tomatoes. Absolutely. Yeah, you man. Know. Oh, That's I, it. You know, he, he created, yeah, well, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he created it for the tomato, and we're just enjoying the ride. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of the, yeah, good idea. Yeah, you build the garden for the fruit, you know? Well, these climate activists have totally lost their freaking minds. We've been seeing it all over the globe where they're 
gluing their hands to the pavement and throwing cans of tomato soup onto like Picasso paintings. You know, they're just doing all these wacky things. We've seen Greta Thunberg get carted off by police like a hundred times this year and all these weird staged events. Uh, there was this situation in Panama. I sent you a, like, a, I loved it. Did you do a little digging uh, into this? Oh, fella? it's fantastic. There's a man, his name, say his name, people, <laughs> Kenneth Darlington. Uh, wow. What a Talk story. Talk about a darling. Oh my God. You have explicitly talked about essentially feeling like doing what this fella just went out and did. <laughs> okay. First of all, I love the story because this is the, the news in a nutshell here. The headline and the first opening paragraph, uh, whatever his name is, I don't remember, but then they talk about, uh, what was his name? Edward? Kenneth. Kenneth. That's right. Uh, Ken- Kenneth Darlington murdered two protesters, shot them in cold blood on the street as they were just trying to protest for stop oil, right? <laughs> yes. And from that, you think, oh, this is a pretty, this guy's pretty barbaric. This guy must be an animal. He just got out of his car and shot two protesters? Oh, yeah. Then, like nine paragraphs into the story, you find out, this protest has been going on for two weeks where they're just shutting down major highways and roads, and it's cost them $80 million so far in lost revenue to That's local right. businesses and everything. And you're like, okay, well, maybe this guy's been stuck in two weeks of insane traffic because of you fucking morons. Absolutely, and I don't condone the senseless violence that ensued. However, the video's out there. It's shocking. Did you see the video? No, I didn't. Is it good? Well, it's about what you would expect. It's him yelling at these guys to move the shit off the road. They refuse. A argument continues. He has enough, pulls his gun out, and shoots them right in front of everybody <laughs> and starts shooting at people. It's, it's an insane-looking video. Ask you, let me ask you a question here. When he pulled the gun out and started shooting, did they move off the road? I think someone dragged their dead carcasses off the road. <laughs> uh, somebody did eventually, dude. And when they bust, when they arrested him, like he, it's in a bizarre video. I mean, he's very strangely calm while he's doing it. You know, for someone who's very mad. You know, he's seventy-seven. Maybe he took a bullet for us. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I f- all you old men who are kind of useless now. This is a good way to go out. There's Please, a still, do us all a favor. There's a still photograph out there, which is what drew my attention to the story. And it's him unloading one of the clips, and you can see the empty shell flying in the air in front of his face. And he has this just stone-cold look on his face like, a man who has had enough, and <laughs> I am done with this bullshit. And man, it it's a uh, it's an intense photograph, and the video is shocking and disturbing. But I gotta say, man, it, we've talked about it. How you know? How much longer will this go on until someone pulls a trigger? Well, here's what I really need to know about this man. He's 77 years old. Yes. He killed these two protesters. How many people has he killed in his 77 years? Because if it's just these two guys. I say give him a pass. Well, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, clearly, I don't know. You guys kind of deserve it. I'm sorry. You people are literally blocking these. Ro- and you hear the shit they all say on their little TikTok feeds. Like, oh, we know we're putting our lives at risk. and it's, it's worth it for the planet. All right. Good. This guy called your bluff. We need more people to call their bluff. Yes. End their lives for them. Well, and so I think. I think gun- we should be allowed to run them over. Well, that was where I was going to go with it, actually. Oh. I believe if you've. You know, if you're not following the traffic laws and you're in the road, you're free game to be roadkill. That's how it works. If you're in the road and my vehicle's moving and I hit you, that's your fault. You shouldn't that, that be was, in the road. That was my argument on Twitter with these people was, uh, you, so you glued your hand to the road. Well, now you're part of the road. I'm driving on you. <laughs> I'm, I'm driving right. through you and on you. There's no other like, way around this. Listen, I've been watching the news for the past three years. I know how I know what you're doing here. Okay, so I I, I get it. You're identifying as a road. I'll drive over you. <laughs> I get your pronoun game here. 
<laughs> All right, road, pavement, road slash pavement. Who am I to tell you you're not a road, you know? <laughs> Your pronouns now are road slash kill. See how this game works? <laughs> it's the silly game of words. Dude, do you remember that game, Roadkill, on Sega? Oh, yes. That was where you and another player on motorcycles, and as you're racing down the highway, you are able to score uh, weapons like chains and batons, and uh, you can beat the other rider off their motorcycle. While you're racing. That was awesome. That was awesome, and... That's pretty violent stuff for kids to be playing, right? Like we're we're uh, like out there racing and beating people, and uh, could you get a gun in that one? I don't know if you could get a gun back then. Maybe you could. I don't remember the gun. I remember you had like the the bat. You had the bat. Yeah. The chain. The chain was the best one because you could whip them if they were ahead of you, right? You like uh. Yeah, had the longest reach. Yeah, I don't think you had a gun. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Roadkill Two. Maybe Roadkill Two. Yeah. I was thinking about, uh, this reminds me of, what was it, the, it was like on PlayStation, and you would, Twisted Metal, was it Twisted Metal? Oh, what a great game! Yeah, yeah. The clown, you had the, it was the clown guy with the, the ice cream, ice cream truck, truck with exactly. the clown on yes, top. man. <clears throat> I read somewhere they may be making that into a movie. How? You just drove around in circles shooting each other with rocket launchers. I mean, did you see Mario Brothers? It was fantastic. Huh? Yeah, actually, I think we just described the Marvels movie. <laughs> actually, yeah, you're right. It's going to be CGI. Nobody's going to know what's going so on. about that arena for a multiverse, <laughs> and we pretty much got the, uh, you know, Can, the can you there. do a movie where they're just talking anymore? I mean, what's the last movie where they just talked the whole flick? There's nothing, man. They they can't do it. There is no. Yeah, I don't know. Like the last, <laughs> like yeah, like the last real, like low budget movie. I'm talking no action. What was the last movie with just no violence and action or gratuitous Good sex? Good movie. <laughs> oh, with no tits, man. No, I think I think if you're gonna do a talk only flick, you got to bring in the tits, right? You need a tit scene, a really good tit scene. I mean, it definitely ups the, uh... gets, man, no, there's no there's nothing. really good. I know, you got nothing, I'm it, telling I'm you. I'm trying to find it, dude, I, it is. No there's, it is. no, there's no movies where they're just talking. There's no, No, like, but everything you find is, like, uh, yeah, from, like, 2013. And I'm also not talking about those avant-garde weirdo flicks from Cannes or, you know, stuff that nobody watches. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to watch that crap. No, that's what I mean. Dude. They're they're. Uh, oh, here we go. Ten best low budget movies of twenty twenty one. Low budget. Probably comedies, mostly comedies. I imagine. Old. That was such a shitty movie. See, it was, it was that I, didn't, so, I was, never even finished it. Supposed to be a comedy, right? No. Oh, that was the M Night Shyamalan, where they go to the oh, island and get old. Oh. Wow. Such a stupid... I literally made it five minutes into that movie. And I I may retract my statement now a little bit. I mean, M. Night, he could potentially be one of the last guys putting out flicks, even though they stink. He's putting out movies where there's almost no CGI. And he does a lot of imaginative concepts and, you know, trickery, right? Makes you think that it's one thing and then it's another. Hmm. Like, Sixth Sense. Probably, probably not a lot of you know CGI going on in that action, and I guess yeah, we, you just, yeah, just like hold on. When did Six Sense come out? It was like thirty years ago. Now that yeah, it's like oh one, dude. <laughs> you know what happened is the cell phones fried our brains. We can't sit there and watch something if there's an action or sex in it, and they need to put out stuff that's three hours long. So it's just got to be filled <laughs> with action and sex. Not even in this century. 1999, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Sixth Sense was 1999? 1999, a great year. That, like, resurrected yeah. Bruce uh, Willis's career there. It was a huge move for him. It is crazy. Now he is a ghost.
he literally has that's too too close to the truth. And what's really weird also on top of it all is have you seen Haley Joel Osment recently? The kid from Sixth Sense? Is he still alive? Yeah, he's like no. 300 pounds. He's like a stoner bro. No. Yes, dude. Yeah, he's like this big, fat, hairy stoner bro. Absolutely, man. <laughs> he turned out being a lot more lovable than I imagined he would have. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I really like him. He's, yeah. He's very approachable. He seems like a fun dude that you could like do a beer bong with, you know? Oh, dude, me and him were in the same graduating class. Year, not, not actual school. Oh, man, well... Either way, uh, me and him are the same age. He seems like a party animal, and when it comes to party animals, welcome to the gig or the show, if you will, Ohio. Priscilla, let's touch on another issue here. It didn't get as much attention as abortion, but in Ohio, we have the legalization of recreational marijuana, the 24th state to do that. What's the significance of that? Yeah, Joe, it's huge because this is a state that is considered a conservative, red-leaning, that has voted to legalize marijuana with 57% of voters uh, making... Why do Democrats think Republicans don't smoke pot? I know. I know. It, I, have actually, I actually think probably more conservative people grow pot than liberal people do. Well, conservative people definitely can afford it more. And they can they know how to make money off of something they produce. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Whereas, yeah, the, the Democrats just want free stimulus checks so they can go to the pot store and buy their weed, right? Yeah. That's how it works. That choice and voting in favor of that. And again, it may be a lesson on messaging because what the advocates for that said was that this is just like alcohol and we should regulate it and we should tax it. This is not, like a, this is, they all keep talking about this. This is a problem with the Republican Party and messaging. It's messaging because people love abortion and marijuana. Dude, this is a sign that our society is collapsing. People are voting for politicians because they want to have abortions and smoke marijuana. We literally have raised a generation or two, probably closer to two whole generations now, that are just adult children who want to face no consequences to any of their actions. They want to do whatever drugs they want to do and have free sex and just kill the baby if they don't want it. You know what I mean? I hate the whole thing where like we can't just be like honest. Listen, I agree with abortion. I think, I, you know what I mean? I, I've said it before. I, I've... I'm all for the woman having the choice. At the same time, it's murdering a baby. Right. It is. Yeah, no, I hear you. If you're going to do it, accept what you're doing. Don't try to, you know. Sugarcoat it. Sugar co- it's just yes. a clump of cells. It's just <laughs> this. It's just, no, listen, you're murdering a baby. Listen, I, I got a girl pregnant. We had to murder that baby because there's no way we could have taken care of it. It's fine. But yeah, that's what happens. You know, you, say you're for abortion because... You, you know, just like the death penalty, sometimes a murder is more beneficial for society. It's fine. Don't wow. sugarcoat it. Great call. And what are you saying with this pot legalization? Uh, because, you know, it's, it's an interesting industry. And I personally, I, I love smoking weed. And I've always been, a, uh, you know, a lover of the cannabis plant and having access to it. It's one of the main reasons I moved out to Colorado uh, so long ago, and I, I'm i a huge fan of people having the power over the three-letter agencies who made these things illegal so they could, you know, mess with our lives. I agree with the, the like, I hate the three-letter agencies just as much as you do, but I also think we've, we've run this experiment now for, what, 20 years? Going on about 10 plus years now, I think, as far as it being but, uh, recreationally available to the masses. Never before have we had more access to, to drugs, to alcohol, you know what I mean? To just do whatever you want to do, to be you, Frank, live your true you. Never before has there been more of an opportunity for that. And never before have we been less happy. I think there's just, I don't know. I don't know, I know about you, you force... man. I mean, I, I'm dipping into my Z cake times jumble, jungle cake sugary vanilla gas weed uh, over here. Uh, I'm feeling happy as, uh, as a clam. Uh, yeah. It's not good. It's not good. The weed's <laughs> not good for you. The booze aren't good for you. I'm a guy sitting here stoned off my mind drinking a beer. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, 
it's really bad for you and i don't know bad for society it's it really it's kind of just it's really bad for the message it sends to children i mean nowadays dude i'm in these schools and this these parents are dropping off their kids and you're getting hit in the face with the smell of weed as the kid walks by you know what i mean because it's because the parents are smoking it yeah Yeah, yeah. little, little little kids you know what i mean it's We've gotten way, we've normalized it too much now. And it's not good to just walk around high all day. I don't care what anybody says with the microdosing and all that. It's not good. It's not good to walk around on pharmaceuticals all day either. No, definitely not. And I think the pharmaceutical industry is not too keen on the mushroom thing happening. And I do think there's been pushback on the marijuana stuff from the pharmaceutical industry. I, I don't think they want people smoking the weed uh, or they want to control the production of it and put toxins in it and make people sick with it, uh, which is something I could see happening. Uh, personally, for me, when I look at these industries taking hold, the worst part about it is the corporatization and you get these outside corporations coming in like from Canada and they buy out everything and they they, they ruin the market. When weed was supposed to be, and it should be, if it's legalized, you get to start your own little mom and pop place because you're growing some nice plants in the backyard. That's what it was supposed to be. Now, but now, and I've seen it unfold over the last 10 years, what really changed was the concentrate situation where we started taking all this weed and concentrating it into these quantity or these doses where you're not just smoking a doobie that is like 18% THC. Now you're hitting this dab and you're blasting your brain with 98% THC. <laughs> you're great. just as comatose as the, you know, Amy Schumer over there on her Ozempic. <laughs> Zombified out, man. I don't do that. I don't get down with the concentrate game just because I noticed immediately whenever I would hit it, like, that is so strong. I am incapable of functioning on any level. And I'm an old school guy. I like to wake up, have my coffee, smoke a little sativa, get a little creative buzz going, play some guitar, or maybe edit the podcast. You know what I'm saying? You know, just get the juices flowing. That's no, terrible for society. It's terrible to have a lot. If everybody was doing that, that's, that's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, I'm pretty productive. I get a lot done during the day. You know, I'm not hurting nobody. Mm. All right. I'd argue you'd get more done. If you didn't smoke that sativa. Fascinating concept. Uh, and All right, I'll go with it. Uh, so you're not down with Ohio welcoming in the cannabis game. Personally, I am all for it. Uh, I like it. I dig it. Uh, the more the merrier. I'm into the marijuana. I, you know, I, I'm in. Listen, I'm, I'm in for of, the, of the grass. I would be all for it if, I, if it would stop there. My problem is the slippery slope. And how far are we from just legalizing everything? And look at the places that have done that, where they decriminalized all drug use. It's insane. Well, I mean, decriminalizing, yeah, that gets a little intense, you know, because that kind of walks hand in hand with all the modern Democrat woke stuff where, I mean, not only do you end up decriminalizing the drugs, but then you end up doing the whole basically in and out of the prison because we don't want to hold you for 90 days. Or if, if you run, we're not going to chase you because that's uh, discriminatory, right? So you start getting in all these other areas where we're not just decriminalizing drug use, we're decriminalizing crime as a whole, right? You know, that you, you go into Walmart and steal $12,000 or $100 worth of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to stop you. Yeah. Slippery slope, you know? Slippery slope, and I love it. If you take a big rip before you go down that slope, it's a fun ride. You're going to just enjoy it. You'll be <laughs> high, you'll be laughing. At the end of it, you'll have some munchies, order up uh, a little uh, DoorDash, uh, get some Chinese food in you. You'll, you'll feel great. It'll be good times. Hey, did you know uh, Haley Joe Osmond was uh, Forrest Gump? Yes, he was little Forrest Gump. Fair. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's crazy. I know. I feel bad for the guy. It means he was exposed to that creep, Tom Hanks, at a very young age. He, you know, was probably oh, he was raped. 
definitely raped by Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, he his career. 2003, stopped making movies. He hate... stopped fucking the adults. Oh, Haley Joel or uh, Tom Hanks? Yeah. Oh, no, Tom <laughs> Hanks never stopped. Haley Joel, I think, like went to college and got his degree and became a party animal and then came back to movies. I think that's what he did. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Hollywood seems so creepy, dude. Like, if you were a kid in it and then you maybe get exposed to the real world, you probably want to get the hell out of there. You remember uh, Frankie Muniz? Frankie Muniz was was on Malcolm in the Middle, and he was a huge star. He started getting into movies uh, towards the end of the Malcolm in the Middle phase, and he dipped out. And became like a race car driver. And he, yeah, he, but he's he's got like serious issues right now. Well, I think he suffered from like brain problems, uh, maybe on the line of, you know, like uh, having seizures and what have you. Uh, yeah. So he kind of dipped out of the acting. But again, kid, actor, then immediately beelines away from acting. Again, he probably just experienced something or saw something and said, no thanks, I don't want to be a part of this satanic death cult. <laughs> there's gotta be some moment where you're like on the cusp of unbelievable fame and you get you know invited to tom hanks house and he takes you down to the dungeon to like drink the blood of some you know kid and you're just like no i don't want to be famous anymore and you leave <laughs> no or he tries to drink your blood isn't that how that works I don't know. Uh, I've I've read some stuff about like Illuminati shit, where you know, like if you get into the group, there's this whole ritual where they do all sorts of sadomasochistic kind of activities to you, uh, to the point where you break mentally and you can't even like take the pain anymore. And you know, it's uh, it doesn't sound that enjoyable. I'm not gonna lie. It sounds sounds kind of shitty. Uh, but. You know, I th- I think that might be part of the ritual. Didn't you see the clip going around of that gentleman describing what the Bushes had to go through to be part of the Skull and Bones? No. Was it on X? Formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> yeah, man, it was no, on X, it. dude. Uh, it was all over. It's an old clip. It's this guy being interviewed like 20 years ago on Fox News or something, and you could tell because of the graininess of the video and all that, but uh, he he goes into this wild description about how both Bushes were ritualistically gangbanged by, like, hundreds of men, and part of the whole thing with the, you know, skull and bones is you lay, like, in a coffin, and all these dudes, like, masturbate on you and do all this weird creepy sexual stuff uh, to you, and then you're in the Skull and Bones. That that can't be true. It was all over the interwebs, man. I'm telling you. It was an old clip. That's what's weird about it. Like, now if you see something of somebody talking about these fantastical stuff with devil worshiping, it just, it's almost, um, you know, it's commonplace. Like, everybody in the conspiracy world, all the tin foil hat nut jobs out there, we all know about this stuff, so you could easily kind of fake a video or go out there and scream about it. But if it's an old video, like any of the old stuff of like Alex Jones from like the like the late '90s, where he's going into what they do at Bohemian Grove and all that nonsense, yeah, that was shocking then, and people just flat out didn't believe it. Now, ever <laughs> now everyone believes every all that nonsense. So to hear a guy, uh, gangbang sounds kind of. Well, I used gangbang to kind of, um, you know, encapsulate the whole scenario. I, I, I think there's, like, various stuff going on there. Weird, you know, homosexual acts. And we talked about it before, uh, not too long ago, about how when it came to Bohemian Grove, you could check the tapes. It's presidential files. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nixon true. literally talks about how gay these fellas were and how he just, quite frankly, wasn't into all the gay stuff. And he just dipped out. I would explain the LGBTQ thing. Maybe they are just all gay, all the people at the top. Yes, we just descri- look at Biden's administration, man. That is kind of crazy. How do you even find that many? Well, first, you have to spike the water. 
you get the frogs in the beginning, and then later on it starts to hit the humans, all right? And slowly, Jeez. drip by drip, uh, with all the chemicals that we put into the water stream, the people uh, start to turn. And that's what you that's get. Genius. Mostly, I've I've always believed the LG BLT sandwich uh, scenario has increased so heavily simply to support the World Economic Forum depopulation agenda. It plays perfectly into it. If you it get really it, does the yeah. Well, just get everybody not wanting to have sex and procreate. Yeah, they're already saying that uh, we're going to lose population. At the end of, uh, I think, what, 10 years or something? I forget what they said. Like, uh, you're saying American population will start to decrease in 10 years. Yeah, more people will be dying than being born. Wow. And that's because everybody's getting married older, having kids older. That's what they say, but we all know the truth. It's because 6.2 billion people took their boosters! Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, uh, nobody took the boost. That's a good joke. You gotta thin the herd one way or another. I, you know, I still believe if you took at least two, you probably shortened that lifespan a little bit. Uh, the the third and fourth shots, though, they really wanted you to get those third and fourth shots. The fifth one was just for shits and giggles. I can only imagine. Just a, the fifth shot, I think, was the fifth and sixth. Right, we just did the sixth. I think, if I'm not mistaken, this last round they attempted that only 1% of the population took. <laughs> uh, you know, I think these last two were kind of like when they tried to see how many people they could get to double mask. You know, Fauci's like, hey, oh, let, yeah. let me put on the double mask when I talk to Rand Paul and we'll see how many of the sheep are wearing it out there. <laughs> Where is him? I thought he was being indicted or whatever. I believe it's coming. I probably would imagine they're waiting to get some sort of control on the Senate. Nah, it's never coming. It's never coming. No, I told you. We'll never get that Nuremberg 2 electric boogaloo that I've always been wanting and craving. Uh, Fauci will ride off into the sunset on his horse. There is no doubt about it. And Him and Martha. Him and Martha. And a wagon filled with beagle bodies. That are just <laughs> being eaten by bot flies. All right. Such a disgusting human. Yeah, no, I think he's going to get away with it only because, you know, he's the highest paid bureaucrat in D.C. If, you know, money, it, it speaks volumes. It's like the point of power, right? If you're the highest paid politician, but you're not a politician, you're a... Uh, weird doctor creep who experiments on dogs and gays uh, and orphans. You know, (laughs) if if you're that guy and you make the most money out of everyone, you're making more than the president, you're making more than all the senators. I mean, Nancy Pelosi and her kickbacks and side dealings that she's making in the market, like you're outpacing Nancy Pelosi financially, that means you must be the most powerful person in America. Yeah, it really makes you wonder, huh? The dude is able to dangle in front of everybody. Well, you know, I've got these 10 undisclosed biolabs all over Ukraine that nobody, you know, I could accidentally release a virus. And like, they're going after Trump so hard for the RICO Act conspiracy and everything. Like, what about the conspiracy of Dr. Fauci literally talking to the Chinese government and trying to help them cover up COVID? And where it came from. <laughs> it's because if you take a magnifying glass and you put it on that classic COVID virus image that we've all seen everywhere, and you look really close in the corner, you see a little signature. It says Tony Fauci right there on uh, <laughs> each and every little virus guy there. A little Tony Fauci signed by yours truly. Uh, it's his virus, man. He created it. It's his baby, you know, so he, he needed to protect it and protect its owner, which was him. It's basically Frankenstein's monster, and he's Frankenstein. Yeah, good call. That's essentially good what call. occurred, man, and his monster broke out of the lab, and he did everything he could to convince the mob with the tiki torches and with the pitchforks that the the vi- the monster, it came out of that wet lab uh, with the pangolin and the bat. You see, they were having sex, and uh, here comes the virus. <laughs> This was more like Frankenstein's monster. Oh, yeah! (laughs) It didn't actually kill anybody. It was too dumb.